G here. I'll be with you until 10 p.m. in the WGN News broadcast at 10. And just like I mentioned, the WGN News special report on the COVID-19 pandemic. Are you still washing your hands as enthusiastically and as often as you're supposed to be? I tell you, sometimes I've been telling myself, I have to give myself a strong talking to uh, when I come inside the apartment after being out to the grocery store and running my essential errands. I think, okay, gee, I know you don't want to wash your hands for a full 20 seconds, but you have to. And a lot of hand washing is happening right here in the WGN studios as well, constantly. I'm sure your hands are dry. My hands are really dry and cracked and doesn't seem there's enough lotion in the world right now to keep them uh, moisturized and soft. But I digress. Joining us now is an entrepreneur who says he has figured out, along with his partner, a way to keep hand washing fun. Ibrahim, are you here? Yeah. Hi, G. Thank you for having me on. Uh, how are you, by the way? Are you well and healthy and staying inside? I'm doing all right. I'm here with my wife and my two cats, so it could definitely be worse. <laughs> gotcha. And everyone getting along? What about the two cats? They've been always interrupting all my Zoom calls. You know how <laughs> cats can be. But uh, overall, it's been pretty nice, especially coming out of the semester at Northwestern, having some time to spend with my wife. It's, it's been nice. This is the best part about Zoom conference calls and Google Hangouts and FaceTimes is just kids interrupting. Uh, video conferences, and of course, fur baby children interrupting them. So I think that's pretty cool. So tell me about this interesting creation that you have. How are you going to make hand-washing fun and interactive? Yeah, so we've been working on this device for three years. It's called the Opal. It's the first-of-a-kind sink attachment. It sits right next to the sink. It has a full-color display, and it encourages longer hand-washing time. So as you approach the sink, It'll greet you with an animation, and as you wash your hands, it can give you instructions on the best methodology to be washing your hands. For example, getting into the under your nails, in between the fingers, the back of the hand, and hopes to make that process fun and engaging. So past just having a simple timer and instructions, it can do other cool things. For example, having sing-along songs, really cool animations, even live news updates. Okay, so Ibrahim, let's go back a little bit. You created this with your partner, who? Irwalia Kande. Okay, and where did you guys meet? We met at the Bosch Connectory here at the Merchandise Mart. At the time, I was working for UI Labs, which is now MXD in the City Tech Collaborative. And I was manning a booth. He was walking around. And me being a plucky intern was just striking up a conversation. He gave me his business card. And initially came on as an advisor to the team. And after getting frustrated with the hand-washing process and hitting 20 seconds every single time, he ended up joining on and leading the team. So you and your partner started this creation, this product, before, long before this pandemic occurred. Did you feel like you two, wow, you were onto something, especially when this happened? It was really interesting because when we set out to do is create a cultural change. We came up with the idea for my mom at the time we were studying to be a nurse. She talked about how she was getting trained to sing the happy birthday song twice every time she washed her hands. That means she's singing the happy birthday song 50 times a day, which I thought was just ridiculous. <laughs> and as we looked into statistics, we found that only 5% of people were washing their hands properly. 
Because of this, there were 1.5 million healthcare-acquired infections. And in elementary schools, there are nearly 1 million days of school missed every single day due to preventable illness. This has a significant impact, not just on students, student performance, rates of attendance, but even the parents, especially for people of color in low-income communities. There are about 100, 140 million days of work missed just as kids being sick. So there was a huge, huge issue that was exponentially growing, especially if looking at the rates of influenza in the U.S. So you were already ahead of the curve before hand washing became the discussion every day for everyday people all the time. So I think that's pretty remarkable. Uh, You know, tell me about this device. Describe it to me. How big is it? Where do you put it? And do you have to plug it in? Everything is wireless. It's very, very small. It's maybe about the size of a fist. It sits right next to the sink, and it has. it's a really nice curve. You can check it out on our website, cityhealthtech.com. We're accepting pre-orders. The very first 100 people will actually receive a free device in exchange for some user feedback, and we're prioritizing first responders and essential services. So it's a device. Did you describe how large it is? Is it bigger than the size of a, a cell phone, or bigger than an alarm clock? What, what are we talking about? Uh, it's like the size of your, your fist, so a little bit okay. smaller than a cell phone. I would say about two and a half inches to three inches wide. And then I'm guessing that there's a place that you can charge it because it's electronic. Yeah, it would just be plugged into your wall to charge, so it remotely charges. Okay. So you can take it off, wirelessly charge it. It should last anywhere between, depending on usage, between a month to two months. Okay, and then I'm guessing you can get it wet too, right? Because it's near the sink. <laughs> Of course, it's, it's not going to electrocute me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all waterproof. It's a very simple form of electronics. And we're working with some amazing design houses and software providers to get this to the market as soon as possible. Something we've identified is that as we look to have an economy that's returning to work, we need to be doing everything we can to be ensuring proper hand hygiene. And a big portion of what we're doing is hand washing compliance. We're able to Make sure you're washing your hands for the full amount of time and do it correctly at businesses, offices, schools, and even eventually your home. Okay, I can tell you got the spiel down right now, Ibrahim. Okay, (laughs) so your company is called City Health Tech, right? City Health Tech, correct. Okay, and the device that's going to make hand washing fun is called Opal. Opal, yes. The reason why we chose Opal is we wanted something that was shiny, attractive. We didn't want hand washing to be a chore. So as you approach this thing, you want to be something excited to actually wash your hands because you'll be greeted with a new animation. So we really wanted to create a system where hand washing is no longer a chore, but something exciting and enjoyable because it is so important that we're all washing our hands. Now, when you were designing this, did you have kids in mind or adults in mind? You said really your inspiration was was your mother who your mom sounds really cool because it sounds as though she's going back to school later in life to become a nurse. Oh, my mom is an incredible human being. She raised me and my three siblings, got a degree in education to be an elementary school teacher to kind of raise us. And then as we kind of all graduated, she decided she wanted to come back and become a nurse. And she recently won the Daisy Award to be one of the best nurses in her hospital. My goodness. And I'm sure she is currently on the front lines of this invisible battle that we're on right now. Of course. That's someone I'm thinking about every day. Okay, so, so to go back to your original question, in terms of what we originally designed this for, it was towards elementary school students. And the reason was is we wanted to create a cultural shift. It was really interesting because talking to my friends in college or advisors, everyone's like, oh, it's just hand washing. 
can't be that hard, really not that important. <laughs> Everyone would just throw it aside. It's like, does 20 seconds really matter? So we wanted to identify how could we actually create a cultural change where we could be focused on actually preventing disease and not living with it. So that's why we wanted to work with the next generation and kind of focus on how do we teach people why hand washing is so important. I'm looking at the device, the Opal, on your website, which is cityhealth.tech, and it is very sleek. It's very aesthetically pleasing. It's small. It almost looks mm, like the size. I mean, it's triangular, so it just sort of sits on the sink. It is very sleek. So for people that enjoy the modern aesthetic, they're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, we wanted to make something that would blend into the environment, but also be eye-catching and attractive. Mm-hmm. So, wanted to find out from you a little bit more about how you became an entrepreneur. It sounded like you have a very interesting background. Yeah, entrepreneurship was not something I even knew of. I didn't really grow up around people with money. My mother is from Trinidad, Tobago, and being raised in a single-family household, it was really, really difficult. And I remember money always being an issue. So I would sell candy out of my backpack. I would tutor. I know I always saw my mom working long hours, and that really motivated me to figure out how can I help and make the most impact. And it was my senior year of high school where I had a random interview. I met this random person who said there was something Shark Tanky, and it turns out she worked in angel investment. So for my last half of my senior year, I was actually working in an angel investment firm for about 10 months in Florida. Okay, and then you went to Northwestern. You got a scholarship to go to Northwestern. Yeah, I received the Gates Millennium Scholarship, so it paid for my entire undergraduate education and potentially my future education in grad school, which was quite remarkable. It was one of those moments where, you know, I would say there are two moments in my life where I cried of happiness, and that was one of them. It was, it was very surreal to be able to think that I could go to school and something like Northwestern was within my grasp. It really didn't seem like something I could actually be able to do. And what was the other moment? You said there were two moments of absolute pride for you. <laughs> That one, and then the summer beforehand, I got into this program at MIT. It was a summer research program. It was six weeks at MIT. And just saying the words MIT like, makes my skin like shudder. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> I never thought I could be somewhere like that. And it was a very exclusive program. It was like 62 students out of like 100,000 people who were applying. It, it was just ridiculous odds. It was just one of those things that was like, I, I could actually make a change. I'm here. And this is what it looks like to go to a school like MIT. Well, clearly you are a brilliant person. I'm speaking with City Health Tech. Are you technically still considered a startup or are you completely established now? We're still a startup. We're in our initial phases of getting investors and still building out the company. We're really trying to grow rapidly over the course of the next year and a half. So really, like kind of like hand washing, how we all need to wash our hands to prevent the spread of disease. It's the same thing for our business. The more people that can kind of show support and pre-order our devices, we can actually offer these to some people for free. A big portion of, portion of our mission is using a portion of our profits mm-hmm. to serve low-income schools. Because we know there are a lot of schools out there that can't afford devices like this and, frankly, are just not clean. Mm-hmm. So we want to take a portion of all of our funding, especially with working with businesses, to support that environment. So making sure that when kids go to school, they don't have to worry about having a clean school. Okay, so I did just get a text question. This is from the 847. How do we get so stupid that we don't know how to wash our hands? So with this Kickstarter that you started for Opal, which the device is called Opal, so how does it know, do you have to indicate that you're at the sink for it to kick in to tell you that you've been washing your hands for that long? 
Nope, it's entirely automatic. Something okay. that we really prioritized from the beginning was privacy and data concerns. And so there, there is no cameras, there's no sound. Okay, and then there's a screen, a mini screen. That's what you're talking about in terms of a digital, uh, you can watch something there on the screen. Exactly. Is it larger than a, an iPhone um, Apple Watch screen? It's a little bit larger than an Apple Watch screen. It's okay. about two and a half, in, two and point four inches diagonally. So it's about maybe twice the size of an Apple Watch screen. Gotcha. Okay. So you, to the eight four seven, what do you say? I mean, a lot of people probably aren't washing their hands long enough. That this is something that has been important and of use in hospitals and, and schools, especially, right? Yeah, it's very important, but I also think that the, we've just designed hand-washing wrong. What a lot of people don't know is that hand-washing research only truly began in the 1980s. Our current cutting-edge research is someone with a stopwatch. Currently, there's actually no data set on hand-washing times. The way they look at hand-washing compliance in hospitals is by hiring someone to watch people wash their hands. Very archaic. That's why this device is going to be super important, not just for hand-washing, but for hand-washing research. What we've actually orchestrated with our elementary schools in the Chicago area is the largest data set on hand-washing times and its impact on student performance. So it's really that there's not a lot of data out there, and really it's only been something that's currently now being taught in elementary schools. And it's actually really hard to wash your hands. <laughs> 20 seconds is a long time. If you think about that uncomfortable time right. where someone's singing happy birthday mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. that is a long period of time. <laughs> and they have to remember to get on your wrist, the back of the hands. It's not easy to actually wash your hands. Well, but that's why I wanted to redesign that process. Well, great job talking with City Health Tech's Ibrahim. I'm hoping I'm saying your last name right, Alanur? Yes, correct. Ibrahim Alanur. Alanur, perfect. Uh, And the website is cityhealth.tech. He's created a new device called Opal that's going to make hand washing fun and interactive and good for adults and children. I'm going to end with this. Ibrahim, what do you do when you're in the washroom and you see someone leaving without washing their hands? I cringe inside, and then I make sure that I follow them and trust them. I'm kidding. <laughs> it just motivates me to work harder because it just reminds me how poorly designed washing our hands is. Well, good for you. Thanks so much for being with us, and best of luck. Uh, check back in with us and let us know how it's going.